Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey, 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 everyone. On today's episode, I am joined finally by my girly, Miss Mandy Martinez. She is such a bright human and light and has such amazing motivational information. And we just discussed her journey going from being a travel nurse all the way to an artist and owning her body and her truth and and owning all sides to her and being the Mandy Martinez that we all need to be. Um, I think this episode is just fucking amazing and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. But before that, I got to play some ads. You know the drill. Grab your blunt, champagne, wine, water, shrooms, whatever the fuck you want. And let's enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Falling Androids in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Modern Road, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens, Okay. It's Antonio here at Nana Tings, and I have a special guest, my girl, Miss Mandy Martinez, mommy. Hi, everyone. Hi, girl. <laughs> What's up, bitches? What's up, bitch? Um, I've been waiting to do this with you for so long. Oh, my God. Yeah, I met... I, okay, so I met Mandy in July. Yes. Uh, on set, and right away we clicked. I mean, we're both Libras, so... It makes right. sense. And what are we, three days apart? Yeah, 18, yeah, we got yeah. 17, because you were 17 on the 20th. Yeah, um, it was so funny, though, because, like, her and I bonded, and we had a walk-away lunch for an hour, and I was like, do you want to come with me to get the monkey pox shot? <laughs> Literally. And she was right or die. She goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, done, done, done. Um, and ever since then, yeah, we've been friends and doing our thing. But, yeah, tell the world a little bit about you, Missy. Yeah, well, before I even go into it, I just wanted to say, when I saw Antonio the day I met him, I, there was just, I just could see your aura, and I was like, who is this bitch? I, was uh, like, bitch, I saw you too, I was like, she's hot. <laughs> literally, I was like, he's hot, but he knows it in like a, an amazing, confident Same, way. You literally know? <laughs> what I thought about you, like we kept eye-fucking each other, and I'm like, who is this girl? Oh my god, and then they partnered us up, actually, to yes. do this scene, and I was like, okay, universe. Right, yeah, it just made sense, and I was like, okay, he's down for adventures, he gets shit done. Like, he's going to get this monkey pox That's shot. That's what I liked you. I was like, you were down to come on the car with me, like, not even knowing me. And I was like, okay, she, she's, yeah. Yeah, yeah he gets, he gets <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, she understands. Exactly. But yeah, a little bit about me. Originally from Connecticut. Um, hey. I moved to L.A. almost two years ago now. And I've lived all kind of around the country, I guess you'd say. I was a traveling nurse when oh god i became a nurse when i was like 21 damn and i'm 30 now and so for six years i was i was mostly traveling for five of those years and then the first nine months or six months i literally traveled so quickly into my career because i was like i just want to get the fuck out of here and for me i always knew that i didn't want to be a nurse like you know and growing up i was always like in front of the camera i was always like in front of like my cousins being like be my backup dancer i was like (laughs) my little microphone and like i'm like okay like spice girls so i was always like i want to be a superstar and my mom would be like what do you want to be when you grow up i'm like a star and she's like okay well that's not like realistic 
My mom's same, right? We went to college and got a degree. Ugh, yeah. Of course. And my mom had me really young. She was like 17 when she got pregnant, had me at 18. So, you know, she wanted a stable life for me. I yeah. totally get that. And so I went through helping people. Like I was, my, my counselor, she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to help people. And I'm like, if I have to do something that is going to be normal and regular, like quote unquote, um, then I'm going to have to, I guess, do that. And I did an internship when I was in high school to like shadow every person in the hospital, every single role from like occupational therapy to doctor to like the people who clean the instruments, like oh sterile God. supply, everything. And so I was like, okay, nursing. It just like stuck with me because I'm like, they're with the patients the most, like they have the most impact. So like for me, it's always been about impact. And that's even like for me when people are like, oh my God, if you're famous, I'm like, I don't even see anything about fame. Like it's fame yeah. means impact to me. So I think I've always been someone driven by that, by influencing people and like just helping the world become a better place. And but with my gifts. And I think that's where it took a turn for me because I had this patient in the hospital in the oncology unit who was like dying. I don't know if I told you the story no, ever. No, I, I don't really know a lot about your nursing story, so I'm happy yeah. to like Well, this is kind of, right yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like this is what I needed to hear. I was like, this feels like an angel because there was a pilot. He was like, I think in his 40s. I can't remember all these details like specifically, but he had two beautiful daughters that I like got close with. And I was a float nurse, so I've done like literally fucking 20 specialties all over the place. But oncology was a, a floor that I always floated to. And he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? And he kept just kind of prodding at me about, you seem like you like really like entertaining and like dancing. Cause I would always play music for my patients in every room. Hey, you're probably in. like the fun ass nurse. <laughs> it's like, get up. And yes. you couldn't do that cause I was a night nurse. <clears throat> so at night you can get away with so much more. There's nobody there to like, yeah, like pay yeah, attention yeah. to you or like really supervise. So you're kind of your own boss more than ever. And so in each room we had computers. I worked for like the Yale system. And so I would put YouTube like on everyone's computer and then I would like let it run. You know, I was like, what was your favorite music growing up? Whatever. Cause you're like in a jail when you're in, in the hospital. I know. Yeah. I could feel lonely. You Absolutely. Know, it's good to have a nurse that actually cares. Yeah. Or, like, at least brightens up the energy. Yeah. Right? And music is just such a healer and like brings, it's nostalgic. Right. And like it brings, it brings up so much and it like is a mental stimulator. So I knew that and I would do like meditation and I would be like dancing in the hallways and he pointed all of this out and was like, you're not meant to be here. And I had that interaction. That's so sweet. I know, so sweet. And I, but I never really did anything about it, you know. And like now, I'm seeing these situations, like in the past, where I'm like, oh my gosh, like those were like signs, you know. And back then, I wasn't as spiritual of a person as I am today, so I didn't really understand that or like see. And then I had another woman that worked with me in um, like this biotech firm. And that was basically at like, the end of like my medical career. I was like trying everything. I was like, okay, I got out of nursing because I just, I couldn't do it anymore with the hospital and then the COVID and everything. And I was like, this is really like taking a toll on my health. And like, I didn't care about myself. I was putting everybody else first. And then I met this other woman and I did biotech and I did like med device. And I was, that was like the end of all of that before like my artistic career started and like made that jump. And she was like, wrong, wrong career, wrong career. Like she would always like be, make jokes. And she was this older Russian woman who was just a badass. And she would see me come in with like these amazing outfits. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if I don't have to wear scrubs, I'm gonna like play around with my oh, outfits. Absolutely. So you would see me in like my big furry coats. And she was just like, when are you gonna realize like wrong career? But I'm like, oh my gosh, like till to this day, I never understood those two people and like those signs. And I'm sure there were more that I don't even freaking recall now. But I'm like, whoa, like those were signs for me. It was it was people seeing who I was before I could really like acknowledge it. Yeah, and I and yeah. I I dismissed that part of myself because I'm like, that's just not my path and society and like just all the conditioning and all of that. And so and then I changed my life. I was like, 
you know what it's i don't even know if i can explain like an exact moment where it happened but i was definitely like in the middle of traveling and i was just like kind of doing some self-exploration and like becoming more spiritual starting to meditate more like all of that and i'm like okay what's the purpose of life like what do i want to do what like legacy do i want to leave behind and i was like i'm a fucking artist very that very very that (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to rant (laughs) no i love i yeah you're a fucking artist and you're a boss ass bitch um i love you i oh my god we have so much to go into i know uh but before i go into that i just want to say so your spiritual journey is great so Mm. okay sign up for everyone listening i did a workshop with mandy was it october we did right yes because i think it was yeah i don't remember anyways sometime this fall september or october yeah with our girl samantha uh she's amazing but you know you opened up a lot i remember the comment sam gave you and it was like everyone has a little bit of mandy in them Mm. and that's so powerful because like the way you danced that weekend inspired so many people to just be yourself, whether it's yeah. an ugly face or bad bitch, yeah. sexy, whatever, yeah. right? Um, so I want to ask, like, how do you stay positive? Yeah. Even on your hard days, because yeah. you're human. And I know you have emotional days, but, like, you're always just so, like, optimistic. Yeah. So, yeah, that let me know a little bit. I need, I need yeah. to tip myself, so <laughs> let <laughs> well, me know. Well, you're a badass bitch, and you're Thank always you. so positive, and we, like, feed off each other, so it's so amazing. But I know what you mean. Like, we all have our own paths and journeys and ways of doing that, and I think I always say, like, gratitude has been, like, the most valuable tool yeah. for me in that, like, in that way because even if it's – people are like, that's just toxic positivity. I'm like, no, it's not because sometimes I'll be in a situation where I'm like, well, it could always be worse. And it's really so true, you know? It's like... No, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> you People know, die. Absolutely. I think that's, like, the worst, absolutely. right? Like, or losing a fan member or something. Yeah. yeah. But I do think, like, it all has to do with having six years of my life doing something I didn't even want to do. So, I mean, like, at the end of the day, when I'm getting a bunch of no's or rejections on, like, an audition or something, I'm like, well, I'd rather be getting no's on auditions than be going clocking into the yeah, fucking Yeah, you have your hospital. creative freedom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So, I'm like, I'm just grateful that I am that I have now dove in, dove in, is that a word? <laughs> Dived? I, yeah, no, I think We're gonna make it a word. Af- after someone dies. <laughs> well, I knew what you were saying. <laughs> I, I now have my own dictionary, so it's fine. But yeah, add it to another talent of hers. Absolutely. <laughs> so after I dove in, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just I think it's gratitude, and it's just it's it's so important yeah. to understand that. And I think it's a lot more challenging to prioritize gratitude and prioritize positivity and happiness and joy when you aren't doing something that you're kind of meant to do. Not even kind of like delete kind of like that you are meant to do because it's it's not purposeful you know and it's so hard to get yourself to do something that you're you're not in love with you know so it it's a challenge for people who maybe aren't like on that path where they don't they don't know because I can't tell you that like within those six years I do think I was a positive person but not the way I am like now you know because I'm operating differently yeah um but I do think meditation was a huge help I think like spirituality, like listening to different podcasts, law of attraction has been like the biggest, like that's been like such a Bible to me. Like that is my Bible. When you law of attraction, do you like meditate uh, what you're wanting or like how do you use that law of attraction? 
for me, I think I went through phases of learning all of the different like tools, techniques and all of that and like seeing what resonated with me. And I think I'm now at this point where I'm like, I don't want to choose one specific thing. I have all of these things at my disposal and it's kind of like stream of consciousness wherever, wherever like I'm feeling drawn to because that is a law of attraction, you know, like what am I feeling? What am I gravitating toward, uh, toward right now? Like, is it journaling? Is it meditating? Like some days you really like not that you can't meditate but you're just not in that zone yeah like mentally sitting down quiet even for five minutes sometimes can be tough absolutely and sometimes you just need to journal you know and i think i've gotten less like structured and rigid on myself because i don't i've taken the pressure away and i've just allowed like freedom more like freedom less pressure and just like flowing i think flow is like the biggest thing for you to be able to tap into that, it's like, okay, I'm going to just like let myself and also like freedom of judgment, you know? So for me, those things have worked. And I, th- but I do think it's like for the listeners, you can't do that in a day. Like I think no, yeah, yeah, yeah. the consistency over time is going to be the most important, even if it's not every single day, like that is okay. Like you can't beat yourself up over that. But I think that having it part of your routine in a consistent manner, whatever that means to you, like you have to see what works for you. So like whatever worked for me might not work for somebody else, you know, but certain points and certain little things and aspects might be able to be implemented into your routine. And I think that's so important because until you know yourself and own yourself, it's really more of a challenge to be able to like tap into that positivity. Now, so early call times. Yeah. You just wake up and you're like, I'd rather be doing this than nursing. How do you get yourself through like a fucking 5 a.m. call time? No, I need good, that too. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you know, I think there's been a lot uh, in L.A. since I've gotten here. There's been so many of so much of that, right? It, yo, I called out on Monday. Yeah, I, I know. I, yeah, you saw it. I was like, I'm, I can't. No, so you were, by we were laughing. Up at 630, I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that you get to a certain point where you're like, what's worth it? Yeah, because sometimes you, you know? do those mental health days too where it's like you're, you wake up and you're exhausted already at 6 a.m. that you know the whole day is going to fucking drag you down. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, again, like just getting to know yourself better and getting to know what you want to do, you know? So like for me, I was doing background work for a little while and that's where I met you. So I'm like, okay, that was obviously the purpose of that. Yeah, 100%. Yes, yes. <clears throat> but now I haven't really accepted anything. Like I, I don't think I'm going to because I'm like, it doesn't feel worth it to me. And now I'm like exploring all different like ways where we can create and like make money off I mean, of like things online. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Like content creation. It's like I told you, I'm like, there's a something that would pay me over a thousand dollars, right? Like just for an example. Whereas like for background work, you're getting paid a few hundred. And yes, like you are like learning about things on set. You are like seeing different people. You are getting to work with like these big actors. So there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's just you have to you have to gauge. Yeah, you, have you to see have where to, you're like, at. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, shout out though, she was in Sis's music video. I give you that yeah. girl. She has a full credit, bitch. That is, that's great. Thank you're literally you. at the she, end credit. She's the best. I was like, all right, Mandy. Oh my god, that album's amazing. But yeah, I mean, I just think if it's something that is, I feel super purposeful about, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so much easier to make myself do something. You just want your art to mean something. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I had this conversation um, with my boyfriend and I was like, you know, do, you... I just lost it. My brain went, my, I had a brain fart. Hold on. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, oh, it's just, you have to like weigh, weigh it. 
You know, like, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. gonna, is this really what I want to do? And we talked, okay, this is what I was trying to get at. It's like, a lot of what has been going through my mind is like, I don't necessarily want to keep working for other people, even though we're freelancing and we're our own artists and all of that. And if you're in something amazing, if you're in like the main cast, it's like a whole different ball game. A whole different ball game. But yeah, yeah. if I'm going to keep working for someone else, it's like, I'm not a back, I'm, I'm not background. You look at like the two of us and you're like, we are not giving background energy. Like this is not. Yo, when I called out <laughs> on Monday, this is what I woke up saying. <laughs> that's what I mean. I said, I'm too tired and to that's, be doing background today. That's like, I'm soul. sorry. Like, that is literally your soul telling your body, I'm not meant for this. And like, that's how it's manifesting physically. And we're know, listening to that. 2023 baby. You, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. And that's what we were yeah. talking about the other day. I'm like, I, I don't really want to do anything unless it's like creating the stuff that I want to create. I'll do the Manny Martinez brand. Yeah. 100%. You know, or with people that I feel so strongly about, you know, as far as like our talents overlapping and all that. So I think, again, like getting back to the question of like, how do you wake up early? I think it's so much easier when it's something you want to do. And sometimes it's like, you know, that you got to do what you got to do, but you always figure it out. It's you know, it's never the end of the world. So, and if it ever is, then we're all in this together. <laughs> That's very true. So going to the next topic with that is, so how do you manage all your art? Because <clears throat> anyone listening, she does so much. Like, girl, you Wonder Woman. It's DJing, acting, singing, dancing. I, I'm probably, like, I know you get influence work too. There's just mm -hmm. like yada, yada, yada. They're modeling, like, there's just so much yeah. on your plate. DJing, I don't yeah. even know if I said that because there's so much, but <laughs> DJing too, you've been doing really well yeah. and practicing a lot too. <clears throat> so what, um, I'm trying to word this question correctly. Like how, yeah. obviously you're an artist, so you're going to love all these things. Sure. I feel like artists shouldn't just love one art, right? Mm -hmm. we, we do multiple things, but do you wake, wake up daily and you're like, today I'm going to focus on this? Or how do you schedule like where you're going to make your money, where you're going to create your art and yeah. not getting overwhelmed? Because mm -hmm. yeah. sometimes I know I feel overwhelmed where I'm like, oh, okay, I got three auditions today, but I want to go to dance class and train. And then sometimes your brain's like, how do I do my art yeah. today? I can't <clears throat> just, you know, do a vocal warm up and yeah. go to dance and then act. Well, sometimes you need to do one. Yeah. And that's why we're so connected too. Cause like we're multi-hyphenates. Like yes. we are multifaceted beings. Which I think that the most successful people are or yes. should be. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Cause they're the most creative and they can, they can do anything and it always makes their art better. Um, because their, their brain is working on all of those different things and being able to like impact that like art, you know? And so for me, I think, to this day, it's still going to be a challenge. I think it's always going to be a challenge. Well, especially that we're Libras. I feel like we like to dive in on a lot Absolutely. of things. And we're like, whoa. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that something I've learned, like everything is about lessons, right? And like implementing them. And I'm like, okay, how can I get better at like brainstorming my focus? Because, yes. you know. Yo, my <laughs> God. You were scared. We knew this conversation today, actually. Absolutely. Because, like, that's the problem sometimes. Yeah. It's just focusing. Yeah. Like, sitting down. Because you and I, I know we're brilliant. I know yeah. us being Libra creators, we wake up with thousands of ideas daily. Absolutely. It's really just how do we sit down and... Like, streamline them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm focus. having a similar <clears throat> situation going on, yeah. Well... During 2022, like right when 2022 was approaching, I, I drew this star in my journal. Oh, okay. And like each, like, you know, like a regular star. So it had like all the compartments. So one, two, three, yeah, like what, six. And I drew, I, I, I drew a word like in each of those things. And I'm like in the middle, it was performer. And then like outside of it, it was like singer, dancer, you know, actress, like all these things. So and what I'm, leads like, to Martinez in the middle? Yeah, yes. in the middle. But it still was something where I'm like, okay, I, I in that moment, I was like, I figured it out. 
But then as the year went on, I'm like, I still need to like get more hyper focused because, because you, well, you start taking out more talents. I mean, exactly. DJing. Exactly. Out of nowhere, I mean, like, girl, you're doing it. Exactly. You your live radio show, which, by the way, I'm going to put all your information Thank in the you. bio so everyone can check all her shit out. Thank you. But, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it's coming down, like, sitting with yourself and allowing yourself to maybe not know in the beginning. Just being like, okay, let me dabble. Like, you do have yeah, to try yeah, yeah. all of these things. And it's hard because there is a fine line. Like, where do I where do I kind of refocus and, like, reevaluate? versus getting super overwhelmed and like getting so frustrated that you don't want to do anything because that has happened that to me is what happens to me a lot yeah you get so overwhelmed that it's like okay yeah. i'm just gonna freeze absolutely and and it makes sense because you're like i want to do everything and it's it's such a gift i have to keep remembering like it's such a gift to be able to have all these talents or like to be able to tap into all these talents and i think everybody out there has talents whether you know it or not like creatively it's just like a yeah, matter there's a of you a lot of creative talent out there that people are not tapping into exactly yeah. and so i'm so grateful that i see all those things and that i've you know trusted myself in doing them but i think there was something that hit me where i was like okay what is one thing that i would like pick but that is kind of an umbrella and music was like the umbrella, one thing was yes. that that is an umbrella where it's like djing singing as well as dancing I all mean, comes together so we're going on tour absolutely absolutely like dancing is literally involved in that exactly yeah. even acting how many how many superstars do we know that are in shows or absolutely. even acting in a music video mm-hmm. you know yeah absolutely and i've talked to like you know some people that i really trust and mentors and i'm like you know, what do I do about this? Like, how yeah. do I go about this? And switch gear. Yeah, because I'm like, I do, I know I'm really good at acting and I know I'm really funny and I love like all of that You're side so of me. You're so animated. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, my fear was always losing a part of like the talents and like not working on skills yeah. while I'm prioritizing yeah. and focusing on something else. And I never wanted to do that. And, you know, they always would say to me, like my mentor would be like, Mandy, it's, it's you focusing on those things, but incorporating all of that and realizing like later down the line, you probably will get casted in a movie. Maybe you'll have your own show about all of this, like all of those things. So it's more of me living in the present moment thinking I have to do this all right now, you know, versus I, I have to wait and allow the future to like take hold because it was so hard for me to live in the past and the future. Cause I'm like, no, I want to live in the present moment and I want to do everything now. And I'm like instant gratification and, you know, all of that. So I think it was taking a moment of, okay, I'm going to build my own brand. And like, what do I want the forefront of that to be? And what has like saved my life and what has always been part of me? Yeah. And like, what do I do every day? Like, I'm always playing music. I used to date this DJ and this was like a few years ago. And he was, he literally was like, you listen to music more than me. And like, he's been DJing since he was like 12 or something crazy, like his whole life. And I was, that like hit me too, where I was like, really like I do that's so interesting but I never saw myself as capable I guess because you know like I didn't I was never in a studio I was never I never wrote a song I never was with a producer there I just wasn't around it there's that. so much to learn with that because absolutely you and I really yeah. are in the same wavelength I'm realizing because like I feel like I same exact situation as totally. you 2022 I was in New York moved out here didn't realize my art career is me full-time when I quit Apple yeah and yeah I um same thing. I'm deciding music. Yeah. Because you're right. Growing up, wanting to be that superstar, you know? But yeah, yeah you're right. It's learning new tools now. Yeah. It's um, editing, engineering. How do you work with someone? You know, it's like... Totally. Writing, composition, yeah. you know, composing music. It's like, 
There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot going into it, yeah. Yeah, and it's like there's so many different kinds of artists you can be. And I was like, oh my gosh, some people just are artists purely because of their voice. And like that's kind of what I thought in my head my whole life growing up. And I'm like, there's also artists who are, yes, their voice, but also like their creative direction and their videos and their performance, you know, styles and just like the way they are, their presence online and it's fully everything. Which is my goal for 2023 is like waking up and living as my authentic artist every second. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes me excited for Right, you. you know what I mean? Not just like yeah. Antonio Mandy, but like yeah. the artist of Antonio Mandy. You know what I mean? Like waking up and knowing like, not in a cockery, but that like you're that bad bitch. Yeah. That you're creating change daily. Yeah, and, and it's, everybody it's a starts... a shift in mentality, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. It is a shift in mentality and it's, yeah, it's like a paradigm shift and it's also like everybody starts at zero. So, you know, you there's, this. Yeah, yeah. there was always that in my head where I'm like, well, I don't have a following or I don't have, you know, anyone knowing that I'm like a singer or anything like that. And I'm like, I got to drop all that. I have the that. same problem because you're right. When I met you, I know you were a singer and vice versa. And a lot yeah. of, even people at home that know me for years, they knew I did theater, but they never, they always thought, oh, he's just like a really good dancer. I can act and sing. Oh, he sings. And it's like. Yeah, I I guess we both haven't really shown our other talents for the past year, but I guess 2023, we're about to drop a time bomb, bitch. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like it's about to come out of nowhere. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and it's a matter of you just like claiming it, owning it. I heard you had a great voice, by the way. You heard? I have heard. Oh. Yes, and I'm not even like lying. Like I heard that it's you can hold it. Oh, thank you. I'm like losing it a lot lately, so I've got to work on it. But that's another thing. Like just staying in, in like. This is one more thing I want to add, actually, because I think when you dive into, like, dance, right? Like, we love dance. Like, nobody is going to... It is everything. Yeah, like, we love it. There's never <laughs> a problem with, like, going to dance. I don't ever, ever. not want to Even if you're feeling bad that day, you are still going to fucking kill it. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And yes. so I think, like, when you have things like that, like, with music, like, the vocal warm-ups and stuff, I haven't been doing them, but I, I, don't, I don't think I'm in the place mentally where I'm, like, I haven't been doing them because I don't want to. I'm, like, mad at myself. I'm, like, ah, I want to do it. I've just been busy. I've the same way you know what I mean there's two feelings where it's like I just don't want to do it and I don't know why it's like okay well maybe that's not part of your purpose then but like for me it's like I'm dying to do it I can't wait to get back home where I can like do my stuff and like get back into my routine of it and it's like that is showing me that 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 is part of what I'm meant to do we are also sometimes scared of our own success a hundred percent and that's what it is sometimes when I don't do vocal warm-ups I'm like am I scared of getting better Mm -hmm. because sometimes with vocal warm-ups you do sound a little fucked up right like the point of vocal warm-ups is getting to a better place to hit better notes higher notes totally and I'm realizing like oh why am I scared yeah like I shouldn't be like I'm excited absolutely (laughs) also we have the same vocal coach and (laughs) he's amazing he's awesome I fucking love him yeah I love him too and I had one of my last sessions with him was like really challenging and I was like oh my gosh it just sucked like in my head but, it but sometimes was, those are the best. Exactly. Like, it's what I needed, Like, you're I think. pushing yourself to even be better. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, dance class. Sometimes when you fuck yeah. up, remember the choreo when they're filming you, like, you, you're probably getting the best training. You're, um, like, really learning about your alignments and isolation. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, like, you know, it's not supposed to be easy. If everything was easy, it wouldn't feel rewarding. Girl, same thing with acting classes. I mm-hmm. had days where I'm, like, oh, I could have done that better. Or you, or you get, like, random anxiety. You wake up yeah. one day and you're, like, oh, do I want to do this? I'm, like, yeah, yeah you're going to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're... You're your own actor. If you're videoing yourself and you're you're producing content, whatever, you're your own actor. You're yes. your own and dancer. and you're on this earth as yourself. Yes. No one's gonna act like you. Exactly. No one's gonna dance like you. No one's gonna sing like you.
like you. Exactly. So I think it's a reminder for both of us. Yeah. No one's Mandy Martinez and no one's Antonio Lorenzo. Absolutely. And it's so Period. funny because <laughs> it'd be so true. But being in your body for like over 30 years, you're used to yourself, you know? So sometimes you like doubt yourself. You are oh, 100%. afraid of success. I think as artists, we're so like self-critical <clears throat> where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you could have done this better. But then other yeah. people are like gagging over your yeah. video and it's like, okay, maybe they see something that I don't see in myself. Yeah. And I think you need those reminders, but the more and more you like keep producing your own art, you're just like, I'm proud of this. This is badass, you know? And I think you get to this point where you're just like, you're not going to be 100% every single day, but you get better and better and better. And you do go up, you know, like it is, it's a ladder, like emotionally. I'm so excited for 2023 for both of us. Me too. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be like insane. I'm so pumped. Like, yeah, mute. Ugh, I have anything to I know. say anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But I'm, I'm so excited because I'm excited for you too because you are that way where you're proud of your art. And I think that's so important for people to hear. I heard on, oh, I can't remember the YouTubes. If I find it, I'll send you the link. But Tyler, the creator, I saw him at like an art event mm-hmm. uh, like two months ago. And some people talk about like how they don't vibe with him or like they don't like certain things he said. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, he seemed nice when I saw him that doesn't mean anything you know so I was like going on and like looking at interviews like on YouTube because I was like I'm just curious about why people say that and I heard him he's just he's just super honest like to me like that's just my perception of him and he said this thing that like stuck with me and he was like you know there's some artists out there who will like put out a song and they'll literally post it once on their story and once in their feed and then that's the last you hear of it he's like what the fuck is that He was like, be proud of your shit, like blow it up. And I know that that's not some people's approach in general to life, but I'm like, if you want to be like this superstar, you want to be super successful and you want to impact many people, you got to do that. You got to be proud of your work. And you got, and I was like, oh, I, I personally like love his vibe in terms of all of that and what he said. I can't speak to anything else. I never talked to him one-on-one, but I was like, that's such a good point of like own yourself and like Mm -hmm. own your shit. Cause who else is going to own it better than you? You have to be your own high person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I think I've like definitely been good at doing. You know what I mean? Like ever since I decided on like, this is my career, I'm like, okay, well I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to always shoot my shot. I'm always going to go for it. And I rarely like say no to opportunity that like I know is super aligned. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're, you're, I love that you're very, you're open, but in tune with your gut feeling and like your artist's integrity, which is so important. It's such a balance. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're mastering that balance. A lot of people can't like get there yet. Yeah. It's it's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Going into our last topic, uh, body standards, you know, like we're both entertainment. Um, I just want to hear your own like journey on like, where did your bodies because I know you know you're a bad bitch and you own your sexuality and your sensuality and all of it yeah where what like what took you to that place like how did you get there yeah when I was little growing up I was always I was the first grandkid and like I had no one to compare myself to in terms of like I'm in my age or next to my age until obviously school so I think that gave me such a great like setup of like, I'm not comparing myself to anybody, you know? And my first cousin was a boy, so I never compared myself to a girl and, until like my six, I was six years old and then I had a sister, but it's like, she's a baby, right? So it's like all the way from when I was little, like societal conditioning didn't really like affect me much until of course school. And <clears throat> so I think there I was never, I was never judging myself. 
And then I had a boyfriend who like grabbed my love handles once. And this was like at the end of high school. And he was like, what are these? And I, I'm telling you, I was scrawny. Like people would make fun of my chicken legs because I was so scrawny. And I was like, what is this? I've never gotten like, you know, comments like that. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know. And I felt, that was the first time I felt like insecure about my body. And then it didn't really stick with me much. And then after I started doing like bodybuilding and I started doing um, like personal training while I was like bodybuilding because I was so interested in it and I was a nurse. And so obviously knowing like the whole story, backstory now, like that you guys heard before, I didn't want to be in that career. So I was kind of like dabbling into other things and I really loved how like, like working out made me feel mentally, how it made me feel physically, how it just it just kept me in a routine. And I was just like, this feels amazing. And obviously, like scientifically, of course, it does. And so during that, I was like, I want to go all in. Like, I want to do something with purpose. And so I entered into a bodybuilding competition. And that was literally the worst idea ever. Because I do not know this. <laughs> yeah. I'll literally show you pictures of like my check-ins to my coach. And it, I was 14 weeks out. I didn't even make it past, I think, six or seven weeks because I got way too skinny. My hormones were all out of whack. I was so thin. I was probably like 110 pounds. I mean, I'm like 130 right now and I look good, you know? So I'm like, yeah. it, it, it was bad. I was like, I, I think about it now. I'm like, if I ever walked across that stage, I probably would have fucking fainted. Like, I was so unhealthy. And I wanted to eat everything. Yeah, but everything. you're Puerto Rican. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be thick and juicy. Oh, my like, gosh. And my ass was so flat, which oh, is hilarious. No, no. You're like, you're curvy now. And I love it. Yeah. And so I love it. And so for me, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And I always wanted to binge eat. But it taught me so much about, like, nutrition and, like, just even yeah, yeah, eyeing yeah. portions and how to be healthy. And so I was seeing it for all of that, of that what that was. And then at the end, my hormones definitely were more affected and I uh, felt like binge eating. So I would literally go in the grocery store and like eat a freaking donut from like the bakery section, you know, where you like open yeah, yeah, like yeah. the glass doors. I literally would eat the donuts and I would go to the counter and I'm like, I already ate the donuts and I had to pay for them. And I'm like, I, this is so bad. I would buy like Twizzler packets. I would even literally, like sugar up, yeah. it was bad. And then at the very end, I was like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. And what I mean by the end is like the end of that journey. And when I'm, I remember being in the drive-through. I think it was like Taco Bell or McDonald's or something. And I literally drove around like three times because that's how bad, like mentally, started getting. Because I'm like, I shouldn't do this, but I want it, and I shouldn't do this, but I want it. And it was like this really bad cycle with food, where I wanted to eat everything bad, but I also felt super guilty after. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna gain so much weight. I would literally be on the scale every single freaking day, and that was like years. And I remember gaining like probably 60 to 70 pounds back. Like I literally gained all of that back. What do you call that? Um, rebound weight. Mm-hmm. So I gained all of that weight back and I was, I just felt so bad about myself and I was way bigger than I've ever been in my life, you know? And I think when you're so restrictive and you're so like hardcore, it, every little thing affects you way more. So now I feel like, you know, jump forward a few years, I feel so much more balanced where I'm like, yeah, sometimes I am going to eat the fast food and then sometimes I am going to be healthy. Obviously, I always I kind of use that like 70, 30, 80, 20 rule where I'm like, I want, yeah, when yeah, I have yeah. a choice and when I can be conscious and I'm at home, like I want to, you know, choose healthy, but I'm also not going to restrict myself and like add pressure to my, you know, to the situation where if I'm traveling, like I do it. Like I was vegan for a while. I'm not anymore. I just choose like to be able to be like free. And so... It was definitely like a journey with that because I just felt so bad. I'm like, oh my God, I've never been in this body where I've felt overweight, you know? 
And for me, especially even with modeling agencies and stuff back then, I was like trying to kind of freelance here and there whenever I would like travel if I could, but barely. And I was just getting no response because I'm like, oh, it's probably because I gained weight, you know? And people have mentioned how I was like in the middle class of like weight and things like that, where it's like, I didn't just, I didn't fit in, you know? Um, So yeah, it, it was hard, but I think I have realized over time and like talking with like professionals like in this world and in this industry that pe- like even with Samantha at our yeah. dance workshop, she's like, I'm going to notice your energy before I notice like anything else, which is technique, skill, exactly. weight, ev- everything else, you know, your outfit, whatever it is. It's like the energy always speaks. And if you're meant to like work with those people who do judge in that way, then that's who you want to work with, you know? So it's like, for me, I don't care anymore about that. Of course, I want health to be at the forefront, but if health, healthy looks different on everybody, you know? That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, your journey, yeah. You know, I I did this on my own, like, little episode that I made last week. I realized I am a size large, and I'm okay with that. Like, you know what's crazy about how body dysmorphia really affects you? Like, so I used to be 250, right? I got yeah. really skinny when I was like 20, like no muscle. I was super frail. Um, and then I started building muscle to fast forward to my body now. Yeah. Still have like a size 34 waist. I'm a medium, technically I can fit in, but like I always forget I'm 6'2". And I always thought large meant fat. And mm-hmm. I'm realizing like some of the rippest big dudes are larges, extra larges. And they are like some of the lowest body fat. It's just the way they're built, right? Yeah. Like stocky. And the other day I was with Brian at Target and I just bought like a large shirt and I was like, let me put it on. And I was like, wow, this fits me so much better than my mediums. My mediums still tug at my love handles and make me look bigger than I, I am actually. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with my jeans. I'm 34. It fits me, but it's really, really tight because I, you know, I have a hips and an ass for a guy. Yeah. Dominican kicks in. <laughs> so I'm embracing my size 36 jeans and it doesn't mean I'm not fit. Like totally. I dance three days a week. I'm at the gym. Like I'm, I'm the healthiest I've ever been right now. But it's so funny how our brain tells us like because you know model sizes even for guys like back then when i was modeling back in 2011 you know the average guy was like six foot but size 28 waist and a smaller medium like no body fat and i'm like who the fuck is like my built that's frail like i'd be dying if i didn't that skinny (laughs) you know what i mean like my built is supposed to be 200 pounds i can't imagine me in 165 um but yeah, I don't know. It's just embracing that. Every, you're right. Everyone's uh, beauty is different. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's like weight is different. And being a large doesn't mean that like I'm obese. And if you are obese and a large, good for you. Own yeah. it. But for me, it's like, yeah, I don't know. There's power into like wearing clothes that fit me now. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about how you feel, you know? Yeah. Like, and I feel fucking great. You're exactly. right. Yeah. Exactly. And I do, I have a friend or two that have told me they're like I feel like this is the heaviest I've ever been and it, it makes me unhappy like looking at old photos and I'm like okay well like that's obviously all mental so it's like that's something they have to work yeah. through but also if they do feel unhealthy and they do want to get back to like a certain standard for themselves like you do it work on it you know like there's only room to go up you know so like understanding that but also committing and being like okay I want to like get into that healthy shape again you know, but again, I also have friends who are like plus size models who they are never going to be that because that's not how their bone that's structure is. That's not how they're built. You know, unless you want to <laughs> fucking get like hip replacements. No, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Some people like we're not going to shave pe- your bones. That's like, the thing. Yeah. Some people that are curvy are fucking curvy. Like, yeah, you can still have a, a, a thin waist and maybe still have to go three pants size up because yeah. you're an ass. You and know, it, and it takes some work. You know, like on yourself as far as like mental stuff goes because I think. 
like I don't know with mental health it's so important because we do have a society who does judge that and I'm 100% I'm sure I've never been in the position where I can't find a size in a store but I have friends who have been and I've been with them when it happens and I'm like this is so messed up and of course it's going to make you feel like oh my god there's nothing for me here so I don't fit a mold yeah and so that of course over years like conditions you to thinking a certain way but it it takes you understanding okay that that doesn't have control over like my happiness yeah I'm glad we're breaking out of that but you're right you and I are the same age and it's like our childhood in the 2000s and 90s everyone was like skinny and ads cologne fashion absolutely print for target and walmart like even like basic shit everyone's like thin and yeah. pretty yeah and it's like yeah that does not help us because like no. now we're in a more woke society where there are triple xl shirts yeah. and stuff but and created right. by people that yes. haven't been able to fit them yeah. so that's super liberating for them too it's just wild to you think know? that like we spent a lot of our childhood where like skinny was what was desired yeah. by society which it's not the truth of everybody yeah no absolutely um i'm glad we're both at better places with that yeah and um you've been so lovely on this podcast by the way. you're such you're so <laughs> easy to talk to and like you're so well spoke oh um, thank you yeah so i want to leave off like what what would be a piece of advice that you would give the listeners listening right now well, my favorite quote is I am, we are. And that's just yes. something that like, I think I just kind of thought of over time, but I think it was like an African proverb or some proverb, proverb. I don't know how to say that. Um, but it was something that I had noted and maybe it was just, I am. And I thought of it probably on, you know, <laughs> psychedelics or something. And I'm like, we are, but I think something to remember is we are all one. Yeah. So it's an interesting like aspect to be like, what do you mean I am? We are. It's just for me, spirituality is oneness and it's guided me so much where I'm understanding that everything is is done for like a higher power and for source energy and like for yourself. And the advice I would like give for, for people is as long as you are prioritizing yourself and your energy and your purpose and your passions and your love and it, it sounds selfish, but it's not because as long as you're doing those things for yourself, like it is going to always heal every, everybody and everything around you. So I think that's something really important to think about because I think a lot of times people get into this mindset where they're like, well, I want to be of service. I'm like, if you're being who you are, you are being of service because exactly. it is. It's like, I am, we are. And so I think when you really choose to focus on the self and know thyself and all of that and you stay in the present moment... I think that is where you're going to have like the most success and, and it's going to impact people around you, you know, whether, whether or not they can see it or whether or not you understand that it's, it always will. So it speaks like volumes and just to own yourself. It, it is like the freedom of being you is so liberating and that will set you free, you know, cause freedom is just like another word for love and oh. that's the highest vibration that there is honey yeah i love you thank you for I so much you. for being honest yeah you're I love amazing you. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah uh you're gonna find all the mandy stuff in the bio of this episode because she has a lot of shit i know you use like one main link mm-hmm. or like whatever yeah like the booby. Yeah. yeah yeah so i'll put that because then once you guys click it you can like see all her stuff yeah but um i need you on again already because like i just love yeah. you like, we could do like we could be like a regular yeah like, like you just uh, yeah. you, talking to her is so easy 
Um, I love it. We should yes. just message each other like, hey, I'm I want to talk that, about this topic. I know. She lives near me now, so I'm like, bitch, I'm going to just come over and be like, hey. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but everyone, take it easy and love y'all. Bye. Talk to you later on Nana Tings. <laughs>